0: This is Pulse ninety five. You're listening to the Future Talk podcast. Future Talk, Future Talk with Amy and Balcas on Pulse ninety five.
1: Hello, hello, and welcome back to Future Talk, right here on Pulse ninety five. This is the one and only place where we bring you the latest in robotics, artificial intelligence, gadgets, and applications. All that you need to know about what's happening in the tech world right here in the UAE and around the world is being brought to you on Pulse95 how are you all guys doing? I hope you're having a fantastic afternoon and feeling energetic We're one day, one day until a real weekend kicks in and I hope I can keep you entertained for the upcoming hour because right here in the UAE, we're having a lot to celebrate because the UAE is actually starting its 30-day countdown to their historic Mars mission. The Hope Probe will be launching in exactly, actually today it's less than a month, one, in 29 days exactly, we're going to be celebrating the launch of the Hope Probe all the way from Earth to Mars. But also right here in the UAE, we're celebrating becoming a global hub for outer space affairs. A big collaboration has been happening with the UAE Space Agency and the United Nations uh, Space Agency. And we're going to be telling you all about it. But also around the world, WhatsApp is making moves because they have launched their first digital payments options in Brazil. And the reason why I'm laughing is because uh, there has been this uh, what's it called this sticker circulating all over whatsapp it started out especially during Eid time I think Aisha Almazm is the one who first sent it to me and it was this sticker of uh, 500 dirham uh, change 1000 dirhams change just being sent around on whatsapp as a joke of you giving out virtual idea but now This is becoming a reality in Brazil because you can actually send out money through WhatsApp and we're going to be telling you all about it. But Amazon, on the other hand, is also making moves because they are putting AI cameras in some of their warehouses to see if workers are actually standing six feet apart. Can you imagine being monitored through cameras on whether or not you are social distancing in your own office? Now, this is the world we're living in because of coronavirus and we're going to be giving you all the details on how these AI cameras are working. But in our Gadget of the Day segment, I'm going to be talking about one of the most interesting hats that I have ever come across. They are smart, smart hard hats that keep workers awake. And that's the reason why they were invented. But now they're being used to trace COVID-19. All construction site workers were actually still working even when uh, the UAE in Dubai was on lockdown, even when a lot of us were working from home. These construction site workers were still out in the heat doing their job. But can these hard helmets that they wear day in and day out also be used to trace COVID-19? All those details and more are going to be coming up right here on Future Talk. So keep Pulse95 locked and we'll be right back. You're You're listening listening to Pulse95.
0: Pulse95.
1: Daily digital news. Bits and bytes connect our world. Your quick roundup of everything that is happening in the tech world in the UAE and around the world. If on Earth we're struggling with coronavirus, we may find some good news all the way in space because the UAE is making huge strides in terms of accomplishments in the world of, in the world of space in space. Um, because the United Nations will soon open a, spare, a space affairs office in the UAE, which will make the UAE a global hub for fostering all international progress in-space related activities. Now, this office will be based in the capital of the UAE, Abu Dhabi, and it will be focusing on a variety of key areas. And um, what it will mainly do is basically address challenges in space. One of them is the growing issue of space debris and all of the large constellation of satellites. Now, the office will also be working to ensure countries who are involved in space activity are achieving the United Nations Sustainable Development Goals. And we going to be talking in a bit about why is it important that we keep space sustainable and how pollution can also impact space. Now, the UAE Space Agency signed the agreement remotely with the United Nations Office for Outer Space Affairs. It was done uh, on a video chat platform and just like everything else that is taking place at the moment, it is not being put on pause because of the coronavirus, if we can do it virtually. Scientists and researchers have increasingly been voicing uh, their concerns about the growing threat of space debris. More than 80 countries have launched different satellites since the beginning of our journeys with space in 1957. More than 2,500 satellites are currently operational in space. Some of them have a reason to be there. Others, their journey has ended, but they are still existing in space. The U.S. space agency, NASA, actually was calling the low Earth orbit as the space junkyard. And that's because of the large amount of satellite and rocket pieces that have fallen after they have disintegrated. NASA has also said that more than 500,000 pieces of man-made debris are currently floating in space for absolutely no reason. And I know what you might might be thinking. What's the issue with debris in space? If we can't see the mess, does it really impact us? And the answer is yes, it does still impact us because the problem with too much space debris is the fact that it increases the chances of collision in space. So even though it doesn't pose any immediate threat on human beings, it does require a lot of monitoring so that no one is randomly launching satellites and this help reduces the risk of danger. Creating such a collaboration between the UAE Space Agency and the United Nations will help put a control over who is launching satellites and where are these satellites located. Last year, to give you an example of how impactful space debris can be, India's space agency was highly criticized by NASA because they actually destroyed their very own satellite during a test which caused so much space debris to be left in space. And that could have actually posed or posed a high risk on the International Space Station. So the collaboration between the UAE space agency and the United Nations will definitely create a lot of dialogue research and analysis as well as reinforce some of the best practices in ter- in terms of making the space a much more sustainable environment but as we celebrate one accomplishment we are celebrating yet another one right here in the uae because the countdown to the uae's historic mars mission mission has begun 29 days to go and the Ho probe will be launching into space all the way to Mars. It's going to be finding its journey to the red planet to study its atmosphere, and the journey is quite a lengthy one. It's about 495 million kilometers, and it will be taking place at about 12:51 a.m. In UAE time on July 15, so make sure you mark your calendars. July 15, 12:51 a.m. The Hope probe will be launching from Earth all the way to Mars, and it's going to be leaving from the Jap- from Japan's Tanegashima Space Center. So we actually celebrated the movement of uh, the aircraft and the Hope probe from the UAE to Japan's space center and the launch date is actually representing the opening of the launch window for the Emirates Mars mission which extends all the way to August 13 of this year the probe is expected to reach the red planet in the first quarter of 2021 which will also mark the golden jubilee of the Emirates Union back in 1971 the probe is not just an accomplishment for the UAE because it's also an accomplishment for the entire Arab world um, because it's going to be providing an image of what the weather is like on mars how is the atmosphere structured and it's going to be doing that by using three different scientific instruments the first one is an infrared spectrometer which will basically measure the lower atmosphere on mars it will analyze the temper the temperature structure on mars and it will actually study whether or not we would be fit living there. The second uh, study will basically be looking at a high resolution imager that will be looking at the ozone uh, layer of Mars and Earth. The third study will be an ultraviolet spectrometer that will be measuring both the oxygen and the hydrogen levels From the surface Those three tools will basically allow all the researchers To observe the red planet at all times of the day And it's also going to be observing Mars During those different times To see whether or not Mars could become our new home Now the UAE is definitely famous all around the world For path-breaking achievements that have made history And the Hope Probe is yet another achievement That is carrying along with it The hopes and ambitions of the Emirati nation And of all Arabic and Islamic people for a much brighter future, because the, the reason behind them launching it is to basically remind the Arab region of the past, remind us of how we used to be generators of knowledge once upon a time and how we could return to doing just that. A lot of you might be wondering, where is the probe at the moment? So since its successful arrival in Japan, the Hope probe has been undergoing a lot of detailed processing operations for the launch Uh, researchers have been checking to fill the fuel tanks with about 700 kilograms of hydrogen fuel making sure there are no leaks making sure there are spare batteries so there's definitely lots of preparation that will be going into making sure that the hope probe can continue its mission all the way to mars and you can definitely count on us right here on future talk to keep you updated whenever the launch is ready to happen. But since this is a very great achievement, I'm going to be leaving you with happier. So let's enjoy the song and we'll be right back right here on Future Talk only on Pulse 95. This is Pulse 95. Pulse 95. Apps all around. What's worth a click and download? We all use WhatsApp. We all use it for texting, sending videos, sending photos, connecting with our loved ones. But what if I told you that now you could use WhatsApp to send money for your loved ones? Yes, this is becoming the reality, not all around the world, sadly, but in Brazil. Soon enough, though, it will be available all around the world because Facebook added a digital payments feature to their WhatsApp messaging service. Just a few days ago, they started out in Brazil, but they do have an eye to expand all around the world. And the reason why Facebook actually added this feature is because Facebook and WhatsApp uh, and even Instagram are all owned by the one and only Mark Zuckerberg. So soon enough, we will also be able to do that even on Facebook. WhatsApp users in Brazil can now use the encrypted mobile messaging service to send out money or even make purchases online now looking at encrypted mobile messaging now this is very important because that means that this money uh, purchase or whatever online uh, platform you're using to send the money is completely secretive so only you and the person receiving the money and whatsapp uh, are basically in on the amount that is currently being transferred this actually marks the first time a payments platform is being used on a social media network especially one that is woven into whatsapp So people will now be able to send money or even make a purchase from any local business without leaving their chat. Payments on WhatsApp, as I mentioned, are now available for anyone living in Brazil, but they are looking forward to bringing it to everyone around the world. Sending money or making payments is a free option for WhatsApp users. However, businesses will be charging a processing fee with those uh, who are typically charging for typical credit card transactions uh, or any other form of transaction. Facebook does see long-term money-making potential in making its social media network and messaging app venues for businesses to engage in online conversation and even creating transactions with customers earlier this year we've seen instagram actually uh, take on the same trend they are they actually allowed all of their users to be able to purchase and make purchases on the platform itself you can simply go and shop your favorite shirts uh, pants, shoes, any any product that you want to find on WhatsApp if you simply find the little shopping bag icon placed underneath it. So this is definitely helping a lot of small businesses be able to use social media platforms as ways to sell their products instead of having a specific website or a certain app and causing a lot more uh, coding pressure on these small businesses. Digital payments on WhatsApp will be tied to credit or debit cards to start, but the transactions will also require special identification codes or fingerprint verifications. Now, this is very important because Facebook and Mark Zuckerberg are very known for breaching the privacy of their users. So having double layered authentication will definitely give a lot of their customers a little bit of ease to know that their privacy is not being breached. WhatsApp, as we all know, is encrypted end-to-end. And it's actually the most popular mobile messaging app in the world. It has more than 1.5 billion monthly users around the world. So to have it now become uh, another digital banking channel is definitely a very interesting new update for WhatsApp. Let me know. Would you be willing to send money over WhatsApp? Or will you be a little bit wary or a little bit... uh, anxious and worried to do to go ahead and do it on a social media platform let me know your thoughts i for one i think if it's available right here in the uae i would go ahead and use it because honestly it makes things so much easier a lot faster and now that everything is becoming more and more contactless we don't necessarily want to be holding cash especially in the age of coronavirus Germs can move very easily through money. And now, since we have a way to do it, why not go ahead and use it? But let me know your thoughts. DM us at Pulse95Radio on Instagram or TexasN at 4215. It is a lot or do. I'd love to hear your feedback. But coming up on Future Talk, we still have lots and lots of stories to share with you. And we're going to be talking all about Amazon. Can you imagine having a camera at your office monitoring whether or not you are keeping the safe social distancing um, amount of meters between you and your coworkers Six feet apart. Are you keeping six feet apart? Because Amazon is using AI cameras to monitor whether or not its workers are doing that. All this and more is going to be coming up. So keep Pulse95 locked and we'll be right back.
0: Pulse95. Check
1: this out. Check this out. Can you imagine being at your office, constantly monitored on whether or not you're keeping six feet apart between yourself and your coworkers? Honestly, in the age of coronavirus, this is not weird news. Simply because social distancing is definitely one of the best ways, along with wearing your masks and your gloves, it's one of the best ways to make sure that you are preventing any risk from contracting the COVID-19 virus. Amazon is definitely taking these measures because they are now implementing a new AI camera that is known as the distance assistant. Very catchy, I must say. Um, But they're placing these AI cameras at their warehouses to make sure that employees are following social distancing guidelines. Now this system is composed of a camera, a 50 inch monitor and a computing unit. So whenever an employee walks past the camera, the monitor would basically use green and red circles to indicate whether those workers are standing six feet apart or not. Now this is definitely a very interesting form of technology simply because this camera system can actually show you in real time whether or not you're standing too close to another person earlier this month we were talking on the show about different applications that could help you do just that but in the reality of it all will people actually download these applications and constantly have them open whenever they're at their office whenever they're out at the grocery store not really so having these cameras being built in in offices definitely does remove a big hassle of each and every employee downloading it himself or herself As I mentioned before, this device is not just a camera. It's a camera with a monitor and a computing device that is actually doing all the calculations. But this system also uses different sensors to be able to calculate the distances between employees and uh, the machine learning actually that is embedded in the system itself can distinguish between people and objects. Because I know a lot of you might be wondering, how will the camera know if I'm standing next to a human being or if I'm standing next to an object? So let me give you a little bit of a rundown on how the distance assistant AI camera works. Whenever a person walks by the camera, the monitor would show whether or not they are standing six feet away from other uh, nearby employees by basically showing red or green circles around any employee within the range of the camera. A green circle would basically mean that people are properly social distancing and there is nothing to worry about. However... If you see that red color show up on the screen, that means that you are standing way too close to your coworkers. The company is saying that this technology has been implemented in a handful of its buildings, and it's planning to deploy hundreds more in the coming weeks. It's also open sourcing the software itself and the artificial intelligence behind the system so that other people can use the tech as well. Amazon's distance assistant is just one way that companies are currently implementing new technologies as part of an effort to either reopen or continue operations throughout the coronavirus pandemic. So the so-called cleanse portal, por, wow, tongue twister, the so-called cleanse portals are currently using a form of UVC light. That's actually very safe for human contact so that they can disinfect people whenever they're going into their establishments. We've seen very similar technology being implemented right here in the UAE with all the sanitization gates placed at different buildings, at different offices. Right here in the Sharjah Broadcasting Authority building, we have one of them. Whenever you're entering the building, you will basically be washed down uh, with uh, these sanitization gates, which basically disinfect you within like three to five seconds. Amazon is launching, though, their distance assistant after a lot of criticism that they have received by their warehouse workers for the way they've treated them throughout the pandemic. Some workers are still suing Amazon for failing to protect them from the coronavirus. One of the employees was actually accusing Amazon of preventing workers from adequately washing their hands or sanitizing their workstation. We all know that Amazon was under so much pressure amidst the pandemic simply because they had a lot of orders coming in, not enough staff, and at the same time, not enough uh, social distancing measures that were currently being taken. A lot of employees lost their lives from COVID-19 because of the lack of Appropriate working conditions that were in place for them. So will Amazon be able to escape all these uh, settlements and all of these uh, court cases that have been caused by their lack of awareness of how bad the coronavirus could be? AI cameras are definitely a great move and we'll we'll hopefully see them implemented in different companies around the world and right here in the UAE. Let me know what you think of it. Do you think it's a little bit creepy to have an AI camera monitoring whether or not you're keeping the six feet apart distance between yourself and your loved ones, employees, co-workers, uh, anyone basically that you are meeting up with, but if you don't have an AI camera at your office, you can visualize what two me- two me- yeah six feet apart or two meter distance would actually look like there are many applications out there that help give you kind of a sense or an idea of what is the best distance to keep between yourself and those around you one of them that we've discussed earlier this month on the show is called sodar by google you don't have to download any application all you need to do is to go on the Google Chrome browser, and look up Sodar, S-O-D-A-R. And that will basically give you an idea of the radius that you should keep around you whenever you're moving uh, or whenever you are nearby people. Let me know if you are planning to use applications like these or if you believe that as long as you're doing your part, in staying apart, then you are hopefully safe and sound from contracting the COVID-19 virus. Coming up, Future Talk still has a lot to offer to you all. We're going to be talking all about a smart hard hat that was previously designed to keep work- workers awake, but now are being used to fight off COVID-19. Keep Pulse95 locked, and we'll be right back.
0: 95
1: Gadget of the day. New tech you might want to play with. Today's gadget is definitely an interesting one and one that is being used in the fight against COVID-19. Ever since uh, we've all been trying to quarantine and stay home as much as possible, a lot of people were working from home. However, construction workers did not have that option. They kept working in the heat and in the high temperatures right here in the UAE. But many of us tend to know that construction workers do wear a very hard hat on their heads to make sure that if, God forbid, an accident were to happen, their heads would be protected. It's more or less like a little bit of a helmet style. But what if I told you that these hats were actually, or one type of hat was actually designed to keep those workers awake. But now it has been transformed to help trace the COVID-19 virus. This simple machine can actually be very useful if it was deployed in the right way. And this is what we have been seeing in different parts of our lives with different machines and different robots being repurposed in the fight against this pandemic. One of them is a smart heart a smart hard hat called the Wake Cap. Now the Wake Cap was basically being used to track the proximity of construction workers to each other with the goal of trying to improve how efficient they are being. The company got its, got its start uh, solving a specific safety concern, which was basically that a lot of drivers who are falling asleep uh, were using this wake cap to help stay awake. They were using it on construction sites and they were using it in many different applications. But when the COVID-19 pandemic presented itself as a worldwide pandemic, uh, these simple machines were being turned around to become heroes for contact tracing on construction sites and adding a layer of safety for all those workers who had to work uh, in very tough times. Now, the wake cap is actually being used right here in the UAE uh, They've, the company itself has done a lot of collaborations with different big companies that are responsible for many of the construction projects that are found right here in the UAE. But the wake cap is now being used to avoid COVID-19 contamination. And what a lot of us tend to not know is the wake cap actually hel- helps all these bird builders see if they are following the social distancing precautions or not. So let's say... A certain worker is currently on the job. They are working hard and they not they're not necessarily looking at how much of a distance they are keeping between themselves and those around them. This cap has a little bit of a monitoring device that can actually measure the proximity between yourself and the people standing around you, which is definitely giving them a lot of comfort in terms of Having them do their job, but at the same time allowing them to stay safe. In the Middle East, uh, the wake cap does a lot of its work, especially in locations for daily prayers. Now, a lot of mosques are closed all around the UAE, but smaller mosques, especially those in offices and in these construction sites, uh, were actually still open. So this wake cap was actually notifying all those workers whenever they were too close to one another which was giving them a lot of comfort knowing that they can basically do their job and this cap will maintain social distancing for them but beyond covid 19 concerns a lot of those who are wearing the wake cap uh, have definitely mentioned that they are allowing them to basically keep the social distancing in mind but also reducing the number of workers since This wake cap also has a lot of computational capabilities that are allowing them to do and to minimize the number of workers that are currently found on a job. They can also measure temperature, humidity and air pressure for all those workers that are found on each and every site. So we'll definitely keep you updated with how the wake cap actually becomes uh, developed. But Future Talk is coming to an end, and we will be returning same time, same place tomorrow from 2 to 3 p.m. But until then, we're going to be leaving you and opening the airwaves for the one and only place to be at 3, the halftime show with Omar al And today, I'm going to ask you the question. How are you really doing
0: today? (laughs) (laughs) It's good to get a role reversal. (laughs) It's it's, kind of nice for a while. No, I'm doing very good. Um, you, You played a big part in that the other day. If you want to tell all the listeners, we can do that now or you can, you know.
1: Well, okay. Okay. Um, Do you want to tell? The, I mean, this long story short, uh-huh. everyone just lock your cars.
0: Yeah, lock your cars, please. Especially if Omnia is I left, around.
1: I left my car unlocked and basically came to find three carpets that I don't own being placed there. and Made out I of I
0: sheep. <laughs> you got to give them the details.
1: <laughs> they were very furry, to say the least. Yeah. And I ended up playing, blaming Omri Duty for it. Who
0: was walking you out as we were walking out of the building together at a safe social distance uh, thing? And uh, you have
1: and ha- to play the victim, right? It, oh, no,
0: actually, normally I am <laughs> the culprit, but this time I wasn't. And uh, and as we were walking together side by side at, at uh, about two meters apart, two
1: meters apart,
0: um, Omnia starts yelling. There's something <laughs> in the back of her car. Uh, you
1: wait, but you poured gas on the fire. Because you kept telling me oh. Yeah, but I
0: didn't cause the fire. <laughs> so Omnia started, um, you know, vocally saying Oh my God, what did you do? And everyone in SBA Shout out to SBA, Sharjah, everyone who was there at the time Started <laughs> looking apologize. at the male in the altitude mask Walking across the car park And Omnia <laughs> pointing her fingers Saying what did you do? I can't. So, that, so that's the real story. We love Omnia. Everyone that's listening loves Omnia. So, you know, that's something you already knew. But Omnia has a different side to her too sometimes. And that side then...
1: is <laughs> the side that never remembers to lock her car. But yes. you know what? Lesson learned forever. Amazing. Forever. Now, I'm not just going to lock my car. I'm going to handcuff my car.
0: <laughs> is, that, <laughs> is that possible? To handcuff your car.
1: Sparky is too small. For those
0: so, uh, who are wondering who Sparky is, as it's only car. two people in the studio right now, uh, that's Omni and myself, Sparky is the name of the car. Text us on 4215 <laughs> it's a lot, or Do Do you have a name for your car? It's for
1: a reason. It's called, the type of the car is Chevrolet Spark. So I called her Sparky by her last name.
0: 4215 <laughs> Ittasalat Ordu. Wait, or wait, wait.
1: What's the name of your car? Leah. <laughs> Leah. Why is it short for Alia?
0: Yes, which I love the name Halia, Who is an R&B singer, God rest her soul I love her music and I love the name And that's why I called her Leah
1: But you make fun of me for naming my car
0: What, Sparky? We have I'm too being, much fun here. I'm
1: being roasted on my own show.
0: We have we have How? too much fun How? Like, here. why? You know what? It's nice to switch it up every now and then. And normally, you know, the, the, the fans and the followers of Omnia Saleh and Future mm. Talk want to see that side of you, Omnia. Sure.
1: <laughs> Lock your cards, everyone, if you could learn anything from me today. But what's coming up on the Halftime Show?
0: On the Halftime Show today, uh, one of the biggest leagues in the world is back. The Premier League is back. Football is back, and we are so happy that we can finally watch uh, one of the most powerful leagues in the world on our TV screens. So that's what I'm going to be uh, talking about. Thank you so much. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we have lots of rounds of applauses on the show whenever you're teasing Have to. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, I'm glad. You know, it's nice, it's nice to be mentioned on your show. I, I think people are thinking, who's this guy? What's he done to Sparky? And... and <laughs> And you got to stay tuned for the next episode of what's going to happen. He's done
1: absolutely nothing. He's the victim. He's the true victim today. Only today. Uh But this is exactly why. We're giving you the floor right now. All the airwaves belong to you as a form of apology (laughs) (laughs) to the embarrassment I gave you.
0: Actually, to be fair... Omnia um, did call me straight away and apologized and she didn't wait two days because my shows are on every Monday Wednesday and Saturday this was uh, a Monday and she called me straight away and said I'm so sorry so you know
1: it's the, the thing is you did tell me I will regret this on Wednesday <laughs> <laughs> uh, I regretted it same day sadly so, so what <laughs>
0: happened to the carpet
1: <laughs> this is a story for a whole other day right but luckily it wasn't it wasn't mine it was some poor guy who th- told her. Um, their helper to go ahead and place it in a car. My car was unlocked, so the guy thought it was his car.
0: Okay, so the carpet was safely returned. <laughs> yes. <laughs> there you go. See, guys, good things happen to good people, and Omnia is definitely one of those good people. And uh, we're so glad that she got to learn from this lesson.
1: Oh, definitely. Lock my car all the time, just like you lock your house, you lock <laughs> your car. But this is just your piece of advice <laughs> for today. We're gonna be leaving the airwaves for the one and only man, Ahmed Dudi, with the halftime show. Keep all 95 locked. We'll see you tomorrow. This is Pulse95. Tune in live every weekday from 2pm.